Well, as I said, this week we're going to be celebrating Thanksgiving. And even with all the crazy things that are going on in our lives, whether it's COVID-19, the elections, or just some crazy things happening in your life personally, every one of us here today, we have so much to be thankful for. But listen, being thankful is one of those things that we should do more than just, you know, on special holidays or just occur just a few days of the year. An attitude of gratitude. How many of you know today that you're actually in charge of your attitude? No one else is. In fact, we try to be in charge of other people's attitude and it doesn't work very well, but we're in charge of ours. And an attitude of gratitude is something that every one of us should carry with us 365 days a year, seven days a week, and 24 hours a day. But have you ever noticed how easy it is for you and I to forget to say thanks? Man, every one of us, how easy it is is for us to forget to say those words that actually disarms, honestly, the grumpiest people. It brings a smile of appreciation to almost everyone you share that word with, thanks. And it isn't a difficult word. In fact, let's just try it. Thanks. Try it one more time. Thanks. Why don't you turn to your neighbor and say, thank you for sitting by me. Turn to your other neighbor and second choice and say, thank you for showering today. It's really not a difficult word. And listen, it's not a word that you're going to run out of if you use it too much. But man, how it puts purpose back into the lives of people who are maybe just about ready to give up. Maybe they're about ready to give up at work or give up, you know, on a marriage. But you just start thanking them. Thank you for being such an example at work. Or thank you for being such an example in your marriage. It's, it brings people back that have a bad attitude back to a good attitude again, sometimes with just a simple thanks. Rudyard Kipling, the the British author and poet, made a great deal of money from his writings even before he died. And he was once had a reporter tell him that, Mr. Kipling, Kipling, I just read, I had too much caffeine today. So just in case you're wondering, that's why I'm talking like this today. He said, Mr. Kipling, I read that somewhere that it's been calculated that every word that you've ever written, you are literally making over $100 a word. He, he couldn't hardly believe that. He raised his eyebrow and goes, really, I, I didn't realize that. And well, kind of poking fun at him, the newspaper man took out a $100 bill and he gave it to Mr. Kipling and he said, give me one of those $100 words. He looked at the $100 bill, folded in half, stuck it in his pocket and said, thanks. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever thought of thanks as being a $100 word, but I can guarantee you that it has a lot more value than we often realize. We have so much more to be thankful for than we often express thanks for. And just so you know today, I'm not going to be beating anybody up, all right? So you got to rest a little bit because every one of us, no matter where we're at, we're thankful in one moment and we can become unthankful in the next moment. And I believe it's an issue of focus, not an issue of perfection, Simply by keeping your eyes on Christ and the finished work of Jesus, understanding what he's done helps us to be thankful. And as people who have given our lives to Christ, it's really important that we learn to say thanks because it is a reflection reflection of our understanding of what Christ has actually done for every one of us that are here today. In fact, the Apostle Paul, he is the guy that wrote over half the New Testament. He wrote basically letters to churches that became um, books in the Bible in the New Testament. He wrote this to the church at Thessalonica in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 where he says this, give thanks in all circumstances. Now, does that mean when COVID's happening? Does that mean when you're uh, going through a financial setback? Does that mean when you're dealing with sickness in your life? Yeah, give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will. You want to know what the God's, God's will is for your life? 
Just start giving thanks. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Now, I love the way the Message Bible says it too. It says, thank God no matter what happens. Thank God no matter what happens. This is the way God wants you who belong to Christ Jesus to live. So my question for us today is, how thankful are we? Are we thankful in the good times and in the difficult times? Are we thankful when we're walking in health and when sickness is trying to attack our bodies? Are we thankful when we're feeling great and when we're dealing with some aches and pains? Are we thankful in times of plenty and when things get a little bit more tight? How thankful actually are we? And and I want to point out that this verse says that we are to be thankful in all things, not for all things. Because listen, I can be thankful in the middle of difficulties, but I don't have to be thankful for the difficulties. Listen, everything you're walking through, you're going to go through it. And you can either be depressed and angry and upset and frustrated, or you can simply choose to be thankful. It's a matter of focus. I'm thankful in those difficult times because I know how good my God actually is. And I know that what I'm going through, I'm actually going through, that I'm going to come out the other side victorious, and that what I'm going through, when I get through the thing I'm going through, I'm actually going to be stronger than I was before. I'm going to be stronger in my character. I'm going to be stronger in my walk with God. I'm going to be stronger in my faith. Listen, for some of you, you're looking for a promotion. You're looking for God to promote you. And God's saying, look, you got to get stronger where you're at. Because if you think it's difficult at this level, when you get to this level, it becomes even more difficult. And you're going to be stronger when you go through the things with a thankful heart. Here's what Romans 8 reminds us. Again, this is the apostle Paul writing to the church in Rome. And he says this, and we know. You know that word know means that you just know it down deep in your spirit. We know that all things work together for good. Do you know that today? Do you know that all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose? Listen, God necessarily isn't making the difficult things happen in our life, but he will take what the devil meant for evil and he will actually use it for our good. And remember, it isn't our needs It isn't our griping and complaining that actually ushers us into the presence of God. I know we think that a lot, that if God, if I need, then you're going to show up. But listen, it's a verse I read last week. Psalms 100 says this, enter his gates with thanksgiving. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. It's a thankful heart that literally ushers you and I into the presence of God. Now, just so you know, it doesn't mean that when we're unthankful, God's holding his hand up going, listen, buddy. Get a thankful heart and then you can come on in. You can't come in until you're thankful. No, a thankful heart indicates that our eyes are actually on Jesus. In fact, I always know when my heart isn't thankful, I mean, when my eyes are not on Jesus because I'm not thankful. A thankful heart indicates that our eyes are on Jesus, on who he is and on his goodness, not on our problems and the circumstances and the situations that we're we're dealing with. Knowing that we serve a God that is bigger than our storms and difficulties allows his peace and presence to fill our hearts and lives. Now, now listen to me just a second, because when, every time God asks us to do something like, like what we're talking about today, being thankful, is not because it's some mean, hard command that if we do it, now we're really actually proving that we love him. It's actually for our good. It's for our good. To be thankful is actually for our good. And when we are thankful, we, are, we recognize that our God is bigger than the problems and the storms that are surrounding us. 
Listen, that's why one of the reasons why that we start off each service by praising and worshiping God, because it gives us an opportunity to declare what we actually believe about God. It gives us an opportunity to change our feelings and emotions because you may have walked in here dealing with some difficulties and you think the problems are bigger than God. And it gives you an opportunity to declare, this is what I believe about God. I believe that my God is more than able. Are y'all hearing me today? Listen, our, here's what the Bible says in Psalms 95. It says, let us come to him with thanksgiving. God wants us to come to him with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is actually a reflection of what it is that I actually believe. Because we tend to give thanks when, we, when it's something that's really going great in our lives, when things are really going well in our lives. But the Bible teaches, teaches us to have an attitude of gratitude. That it, we need to make it as a lifestyle. I can tell the caffeine's still hitting. You ever, ha- you ever watch your computer and it's got that little spinny wheel thing going on? You know, that's what's happening with my brain right now, but my mouth keeps talking and my brain's going, what, 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 what we say in here? <laughs> so the Bible teaches you and I to have an attitude of gratitude as a lifestyle because being thankful is a reflection of what I actually believe. So if I'm not thankful, I'm not trusting in the goodness of God. And giving, giving thanks to God comes from the root of right understanding of the grace of God. In other words, when I have a right attitude and a right understanding of God's grace, and all that happens because of God's grace, that's the root. Thankfulness is actually the fruit coming from the root. So when griping, grumbling, and complaining is coming out, guess what? I got to fix the root problem. I really do. Listen, Ephesians 5, Paul again trying to encourage us on this issue of thanksgiving. Again, is he doing this because he's trying to heap more problems upon us and more rules and regulations? No, he's teaching you and I how to walk in the abundant life that God has for us. Here's what he writes in Ephesians 5.20. Always giving thanks to God. So the first thing we see is that we're giving thanks to God always. The rest of that verse says, always giving thanks to God, the Father for everything. So the first thing we see is that we're giving thanks always. The second is in all things. And then King David, the psalmist, comes along and he says this in Psalms 34. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. So it's always, then second, it's all things, and finally, at all times. Always, in all things, and at all times. Do you realize the psalmist is actually making a declaration? He's deciding ahead of time, I will. I will. I will bless the Lord. Not, you know, well, let me see what I think about it, how I feel about it. No, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually. He's making a faith declaration that it's always in all things and at all times. Listen, many times we hold back from from expressing thanks to people unless we feel like they really deserve it. You ever done that? No? Yeah? We've all done. We we hold back sometimes. And do you know that being thankful is the way that when you live your life with all things, always in all things and at all times, we are actually reflecting the heart, the character, and the nature of God? That that's who God is? God is a, a thankful God? Listen, and we, when we live our life with a thankful heart, so is being thankful a part of your life? Rhetorical question for you to think about. Is, is being thankful a part of your lifestyle? Do you understand the importance of being thankful always in all things and at all time? Do you live your life with an attitude of gratitude? Do you live your life with a spirit of 
Thanksgiving. I'm telling you, it is so contagious. You want to get promoted. You want to be hired for jobs. You just learn to be thankful for what you've got. I'm telling you, it's not because God will bless you more. You're just going to get promoted by other people. Listen, if there's an absence of the fruit of being thankful in our lives, we need to reconnect with the root of God's grace and his goodness. We need to remember what Jesus Christ did for us on the cross and all the benefits and the privileges that you and I receive for being a child of God. So Paul, again, the verse that we started off today wrote in 1 Thessalonians, be thankful in all circumstances for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. So be thankful in what circumstances? Who's it talking to? You, right? For you who belong to Christ Jesus. So listen to what the Apostle Paul says in 2 Thessalonians verse 1. We are bound to thank God always for you. That, that word bound literally means under obligation. It's because someone, it isn't because someone is saying to you, you have to be thankful. How many of you know when somebody says that to you, you absolutely don't want to be thankful? You have to be thankful. It's not because of that. It's, it's a heart that's connected with the heart of God that is actually thankful. And when you begin to understand that, you really begin to understand the gospel. In fact, if, you're, if we're not thankful, it's typically because we're not understanding that the gospel is the good news of Jesus Christ. I said this last week, but I think it bears repeating again that, did I say last night? Yes, yes. yes. okay. You're catching to see if you're paying attention, Pam, on the front row. I think I said this last week, but uh, every other religion actually gives you advice about how to get to God. It says if you do all these things right and live right, you're kind to people, then you actually get to God. But Christianity is about God actually coming to us and what he's actually already done. And now we get to walk in the finished work of what he's done and it provides life for us. Listen, Paul proclaimed the good news and yet he said we are bound because the revelation of the gospel or the good news will just literally bind you to being thankful. It, because it's in the root, it can't help but come out of the fruit. And if you read through Paul's letters that he wrote to the various churches, he always started out his letters by thanking God for people. Now, I shared this last week about dealing with difficult people, and a lot of times we're not very thankful for people in our lives. And I can guarantee you that Paul, who was the, the apostle and the, the church planner of all these churches, he had some difficult people in his life. Right? And yet he always took time to thank God for the people. In fact, let me read it. The church in Rome, he said this in Romans 1.8. Let me say first that I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you. In, in, to the church in Corinth in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, he says, I always thank my God for you. Amen. Notice that he said, I thank you and I thank, I'm thankful for you before he started speaking discipline or, or um direction into the life of the church. Listen, and when you live your life with an attitude of gratitude, it actually creates room for you to actually speak into other people's lives. He goes on in Philippians to the church at Philippi, and he says this, I thank my God every time I remember you. To the church in Ephesus, he says this, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers, always in all things and at all times. Always in all things and at all times. Show of hands, how many of you think you can do that? You can. Go ahead and raise it up. Let me just help you out with the hard questions here. You can do that. Always in all things and at all times. Will you do it perfectly? No. Again, that's not the goal. It's not the goal because, man, it's so easy for us to go, well, they're not doing it, so I don't have to do it. 
right? We, I, I'm more thankful than them. In fact, I was sharing in the first service, my wife is so much better at this than I am. She, her love language is words of affirmation. She, she loves for me to say, honey, you look beautiful, which by the way, you look beautiful today. I love those glasses on you today. Did a great job of singing um, today and appreciate the word that you shared with us and all that. She loves that. Now, for me, I would be embarrassed. I would be like, listen, that's not true. Come on, seriously. Because it's not my love language. But she is helping me all the time, how, how, teaching me how to actually express thanks and be thankful. In always in all things and at all times. Always in all things and at all times. Always in all things and at all times. Listen, Christianity works if you'll walk it out. God has provided a wonderful life for you. He's got an abundant path for you to walk on. But you have to get on the path and start walking in thankfulness. By think, being thankful always in all things and at all times. It is a game changer. It is a game changer. I don't care if you're frustrated with me. It's a game changer. It'll change your life. It'll change your home environment. It'll change your work environment. It'll change Amarillo. It'll change Texas. It'll change the United States. If just the church would start doing it. Always in all things and at all times. Thank you. 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 Listen. Here's what Paul writes in Colossians chapter 3. Let the peace of Christ keep you in tune with each other because just before Jesus again ascended to heaven, he prayed for unity in the church. Listen, keep you in tune with each other. Listen, even though people think differently than you, it's okay. Listen, in step with each other. None of this going off and doing your own thing. Man, the devil wants to get you isolated. That's why he'll bring, bring people problems into your life. Because you'll just run off and go, you know what, I'm just not going to live around those people. Listen, none of that, running off, doing your own thing. Watch this. And cultivate thankfulness. He says that we are to cultivate thankfulness. Just, don't just hope that you're going to remember to be thankful. We need to cultivate thankfulness. Make it a part of who you are. How do you do that? You reflect on the goodness of God. Don't reflect on the, the naughtiness of your neighbor. The challenges of your spouse. Those crazy teenagers, don't focus on, focus on the goodness of God and what he's done in your heart and life and then exercise thankfulness. Exercise, just thank you, thank you, always in all things and at all times, always in all things and at all times. Again, it's not about perfection. I've got my eyes on Christ. I'm remembering what he's done. I'm thankful, thankful for the, my beautiful wife. I'm thankful for my kids. I'm thankful for my um, clothes, I'm thankful for my car, I'm thankful for don and on and on, dot, dot, dot. And, but in a moment, something comes up, I get my eyes off of that, I got to refocus back on God. Listen, even if no one else in your life says thank you, say thank you. Be expressive with your thanks. When, when somebody does something for you, thank them. When they bring you a, 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 a glass of tea, say thank you. When they let you watch the football game, say thank you. When they fix your favorite meal, say thank you. You catching my list here? Good, okay. Just say thank you all the time. Every time you get a chance, say thank you. Always in all things and at all times. Make it a lifestyle. Do you know habits can be learned and unlearned? And if you learn to be a thankful person, you're going to change your kids. You're going to change your parents. You're going to change your spouse. Just say thankful. And an expression of thankfulness isn't something that's just internal. It's something that needs to be external. It's something that you can physically experience. 
Honestly, it's why a lot of times when you're in the middle of a praise and worship service, you may have been beat down, depressed, frustrated, feeling heavy all week long, but you start worshiping God and you start giving a heart of thankfulness, suddenly heaviness just starts falling off of you. Have you all ever noticed that? You thought it was just the music was so good. And oh man, that, that, man, that Pastor Christian, he can sing. Boy, that's God. No, it's, it's your attitude of thankfulness. That attitude of gratitude begins to change us. It begins to start to change on the inside. Suddenly gets on the outside and we're smiling. And we're smiling. Come on, give me a big smile. Let me see those burly whites from y'all. We're just smiling. It happens on the inside. Then it gets on the outside. It changes us from the spirit of Eeyore. Y'all remember Winnie the Pooh? Winnie the Pooh, Eeyore's always walking around going, oh, the things are just so terrible. You know, how many of you love being around the Eeyores of your life? You know, you just, oh, can't wait to be around somebody like that. It changes from the spirit of Eeyore to the spirit of Tigger. And the wonderful thing about Tiggers is Tiggers are wonderful things. Their tops are made out of rubber and their bottoms are made out of springs. They're bouncy, trouncy, bouncy, bouncy, fun, 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 fun. But the most wonderful thing about Tiggers is I'm the only one. I'm the only one. Right? What do you want to be, Eeyore or Tigger? Who do you want to spend time with, Eeyore or Tigger? That's why when we're thankful, we should live our lives with a spirit of thankfulness and it becomes physical and tangible. Don't just feel thankful. Again, this is where I struggle because my, my love language isn't words of affirmation and I, sometimes I'm very thankful on the inside, but I don't express it. Be thankful. In fact, this morning as, we, as I got here, we just had a lot of crazy things go wrong. And, you know, sometimes you guys come to church, you go, wow, hey, that was awesome. Everything really went well and it was super easy. Listen, sometimes we're just dealing with one problem after another, like microphones popping and different things like that all the time. And sometimes when I'm sitting there, I'm in my mind moving into my leadership role and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to talk to them tomorrow and I'm going to get them. And, and by the time I get up here, I'm like, when I'm preaching to y'all and it's not pretty. Y'all don't like it and I don't like it. You know what I did today, man? I just sat back and I said, God, thank you. Thank you for my staff. Lord, I know they're working hard. I know they're doing the right things. We may have dropped the ball here and there. There just may be some problems that are beyond our control. But God, I'm just thankful. God, I'm thankful for them. And it, it was amazing how it changed me. Didn't change the problem. Still got some problems going on. Still dealing with some things. But it changed me. And because it changed me, I'm good. In fact, I'm doing great today. I think my message is great. I hope you all are enjoying it. But I'm having a lot of fun preaching it. And if I stayed in the spirit of Eeyore, I would not be a happy camper up here. I'd be thinking the whole time about the problem. I can't wait to get off of this. Proverbs 18. I digress. Proverbs 18 says this. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. You know, one of the greatest gifts you can give to people is a thank you. A heart of thanksgiving, a, a compassionate, thankful heart. Listen, and I believe that when we're thankful, you can't help but be generous. Generous with your thanks. We have so much to be thankful to God for. I mean, I listen again. I know it, I'm not trying to play down the pandemic or the elections and all the, just the craziness going on around us. But you and I, we've got so much to be thankful for. And we should live our lives in such a generous way that we are giving our lives away and we're having an attitude of gratitude. So I, I want to close today with this, asking this question. How are you doing when it comes to being thankful? Listen, I'm, I'm not, again, negating some things you're dealing with, but how are you coming? Are you thankful for the things that God has done for you? Have, you? have you lost that focus 
Have you, have you, are you thankful? Because if Christ, listen, never did one more thing for you and I, if he, just all the things he's done in our past up to this point, he stopped and didn't do anything else, he's not going to, but if he did, you and I could worship him throughout eternity. We could continue to thank him for saving us, for blessing us, all these amazing things. And most of us start out thankful. We really do. In fact, I watch people when they, they first get saved or they first come into a new church and, man, maybe they've gone through a really difficult time in their life and, and God's Holy Spirit has done something fresh to them and they're just so thankful. And if they're not careful that as time begins to erode, they get around people and suddenly these, this difficulty's bothering them, this thing's bothering them, and they, they become very unthankful. And sometimes as we're going through life, we just forget to be thankful. We forget all that Christ has done for us and we become complacent. We may still go to church. We still may pray and read our Bible. We may still go all through all of the motions of being Christians, but somewhere along the way, if we're not careful, we can lose our heart of thankfulness. And what it creates in us is, first of all, an intimacy, a loss of intimacy with God. Because, again, it's a, it's a heart of thankfulness that puts you and I into the presence of God. And listen, when the church cultivates thankfulness, it changes the atmosphere. It, does, it changes the atmosphere of the entire church. People are serving one another within the church as a heart of a servant because a heart of that thankfulness, first of all, changes things here. And when this atmosphere leaves this place, we change the culture in which God has placed us in. Listen, one of the first signs that you're growing cold towards anything is you lose that spirit of thankfulness. You just... Thankful, not thankful anymore for your kids. You're not thankful for your marriage. You're not thankful for your job. And you see it happen in relationships all the time that once you lose that sense of thankfulness, you stop speaking life into the relationship. We have a tendency to get offended. We allow ourselves to become angry or bitter about what the other person is or isn't doing. And most of the time, honestly, it's fairly trivial. It's, it might be important to us, but it really is not a game changer, but we make it one. But when you're thankful in a relationship, when you're speaking words of life into that relationship, you kind of begin to watch that relationship continue to grow. That's why it's important to continue to cultivate a relationship with God. We allow his words of life to speak life into us, to recognize all the, the amazing things that God has done in our life. And it ushers us into the presence of God. Because what is lost when we become unthankful is first of all intimacy with God and eventually intimacy with other people in our lives. So my challenge for us today is to live our lives thankful always in all things and at all times. And again, it's not about doing it perfectly. It's about reminding ourselves all the time, thank you God for what you've done in my heart and life. My spiritual father, Pastor Bob um, Schaefer has been one of the probably most influential people on me personally in my life. And he's a man that I've known him for about 15, 16 years. And for the 15, 16 years that I've known him, he's dealt with horrible back problems. Can I tell you, I'm, I don't ever get on the phone with him without him not taking a moment just to say, I'm just so thankful to God. I'm just so thankful to God. He's just so thankful all the time that, that he's, all the things that God is actually still allowing him to do. And it's a constant reminder to me that a person who doesn't have back problems, who for the most part I'm in great physical health, it just reminds me all the time how important it is for each and every one of us just to stay thankful always in all things and at all times. Because again, everything in life we're going through, we're going to go through it. You're going to deal with it. The choice is how do you want to feel going through it? 
Do you want to feel again depressed and angry and frustrated? Or do you just simply want to recast your gaze back on Christ? Say, God, I'm thankful. And all of a sudden, something begins to change on the inside of you. And it begins to impact the world that God's placed you in. 